everybody. We're back with another episode of Questionable for Sunday. As always, joined by the commish, Connor. What's up, man? Uh, did I see a picture of Jordan get flash up on Jerry's webcam? Is that what that is? It looks like Jordan to me. <laughs> uh, Eric, I'm doing, I'm doing well, man. Doing all right. I'm doing as best as I can be. Obviously, my team is out of the running. Uh, but it's it's the time of the year where we get to enjoy. Look at that, dude. That dude, you know what that looks like? Looks like that girl from uh, Julia Stiles, dude. That's who that is. From Ten Things I Hate About You. Some, some wildness to start. Oh, in other you. movies. But yeah, <laughs> dude, all right. We have some uh, Instagram filters being shown on the screen of uh, Jerry and Jordan. Some uh, or I yeah, have Jordan. Some interesting looks there, but uh. It's great to be back here on the pod. We're here with a couple guests today. I think it's going to be a, a, an amazing show. Uh, first off, our our defending champ, we got Jerry with us. Jerry, welcome back to the show. You uh, you kicked off the season on the podcast, so it's been a while since we had you on, but it's good to have you back. Yeah, uh, wish it was on a little better terms than hot off a loss in the playoffs, but always always a pleasure to be questionable for sunday and uh also join us yeah recently completed a, a great punishment his last place punishment tristan welcome back to the show man thanks Tal. It's good to be here again to to jared's point coming off a fresh loss to to hove in the in a game that no one was caring about but still hurts so uh yeah i'm here for some fire thanks for having me uh, Connor, any questions for our guests here off the top? I know you like to jump into it with some investigative journalism. So what do you got? Yeah, you to- Connor, Connor, you want to talk about our draft from like six months? That- <laughs> uh, maybe. I, I feel like we've already gone over that. So actually, I'm kind of curious about your guys' yeah. relationship. Uh, we had You guys were talking previously about going to a Mariners game a couple years ago. Um, obviously, Tristan, that's how you got – somehow we let you into the league off Jerry's word. Probably a mistake. Um, but yeah, uh, so I guess how long have you guys known each other? And I guess who, and when you guys like role play, who's the bottom and who's the top? Uh, so, I mean, we've known each other now for, well, like four or five years. Um, and I think the, I think, you know, we were, we were really nervous when we kind of started role playing. Um, but we got a lot more comfortable when, uh, Jared started wearing, um, a mask of Connor and I started wearing a mask of Eric and uh, we just started going at it super hard and it was just a lot more natural that way. Uh, we just got up a lot faster and uh, yeah, it was just kind of rowdy. So um, that's how we've kind of found a way around our nervousness. Just get some blood pumping that just that hate. Just get that hate feel good. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that red hair and the, uh, you know, the little, the little, uh, <laughs> Short, you know, we're missing, you know, and gap tooth is really, you know, really good. <laughs> we just try to get some more passion. You know, something with, some spice was missing, so we try to get it something added. So. Yeah, yeah. Now, okay, that's hilarious, by the way. But Tristan, quick question for you. So obviously, uh, you went to UW, right? I did, yeah. What year did you graduate? 14. 14. Okay, that's the same as me, actually. Were you in the dorms? Have we ever talked about this? No, it's a long story. I transferred in. I'm not a, I'm not a real dog. I'm a, I'm a, college. I'm a mutt. Community college, baby. Shout, Shout out. out. Let's, go. Let's go. I had to kind of credit for my school. Didn't take the SATs or ACTs. Fuck them. Didn't need them for community college. Let's go, baby. Still got into UW. Come on. Uh, yeah, no, I, I was supposed to graduate 13, but took a little super senior and graduated 14. So 
Nice, okay. Uh, Respected. Yeah, probably ran into you at some bar and didn't realize it. Maybe, maybe. Uh, did you, where did you live about, did you live like near campus at all? Like I have to ask only because uh, there's a large group of people in this league that all lived in one house for quite a while. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, uh, yeah, I didn't frequent that house clearly, uh, but I live. Which is shocking because like you're a guy, we had a lot of guys over a lot, so. <laughs> right, I know. How many girls? I yeah. Um, I mean, the, yeah, the, the, um, was it the, the Madame Jordan running that brothel like it was just. <laughs> Like a corner store. Um, no, I was off of, I was off of twenty uh, fifth over near. Um, what was that? What was that bar over off on fifty fifth? Fifty fifth. That's is that Amart? No, 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 no. Like, for, like north of the stadium. Oh, north of the stadium. Oh, like by Uville. Yeah, they had the peanuts. Oh, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Eric, ram? we played trivia there. The ram. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. North of that. The north street of the north ram? of that. There's like, a, oh. there's like a dog's bar there. Oh, yeah. I've been there <laughs> once. I don't know oh, what God. it's called, but yeah. God, what's the name of that bar? Oh, my God. I've I actually, it's, it's it's like the the, the Mar Mariner or something? I'm trying to remember the name something of it. Something like that, yeah. Okay, well. Peanuts on the floor. What is this, Five Guys? That's what I was thinking, but... Okay, one second. Well, I, I gotta five, find the five guys, you know, plus ten at the house. So, <laughs> <laughs> on a good day, at Connor's house, dude. I oh. wasn't there. I lived at home, so there wasn't many. Uh, the Duchess. I did go. I did go. The Duchess, one dude. That's what it is. The Duchess, dude. I got a great. I had a great story about the Duchess, which I will not tell on the podcast. What? I did spend one night at your guys' house on New Year's Eve. Um, somehow I woke up in the basement with nothing but hey, a rain jacket as a blanket. Oh. That's luckier than most. Yeah, so I want a story from that house. Were you there, Jared, when uh when on Jordan's twenty one run when he was hugging the toilet? Yeah, I, was not. Mm. I wasn't sure who, who was all involved in it. Uh, I was there, and my memory I have to bring up. Sorry, Jordan. I mean you are in the toilet bowl, so I feel like we can shit on him, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. Um I, I'll never forget. Obviously, we all know he only made it to one bar, Finn McCool's, and then uh, we left. And no joke, there on our way back because we were in like 50th and 12th, so we had to walk by that Safeway. And just south of the Safeway is a gas station, and we walked by that gas station. And I shit you not, Jordan fell down laughing and was just crying, laughing on the ground on the sidewalk. And we're like, Jordan, you gotta get up, dude. Like we're trying to get him home, and he's like on the ground. And I look up, and there is a police officer filling up his tank of gas, looking at us. And I look at him and he just starts busting laughing. He, he was laughing at us. <laughs> like, God damn it. Okay, at least we're not getting in trouble. I was like, we gotta get the hell out of here, Jordan. But yeah, great night. I did go on Chris's 21 run though. That was awesome. Ooh. Wow. Exotic. Yeah, we went to the- we went Is it to in the Thailand? Yard. Yeah. Yeah, it was in Chinatown. <laughs> Not not a lot of surprises there. Yeah, we went to Jack in the Box twice that night, though. <laughs> so, sounds like another great night. <laughs> but uh, before we get too crazy here in, in topics, uh, let's start. Are we talking about the league this week <laughs> or what? Is this Can we just shoot the shit and hang out? <laughs> let's talk about everyone in the league. Uh, we got a lot to. It's going to be a great show today. We got a lot to get into. But I uh, wanted to start off the bat. Uh, I guess Connor's. Putting us in his corner, he's got something he wants to tell us. 
I got something to say. So for those of you out there who are like me and you're watching my theoretical championship run, um, as we watched it last year after Rashad Penny tore his ACL and after this year after Joe Burrow tore his ACL and MCL, just wanted to give a quick update on that. So unfortunately, I did not score more points than uh, Joe this week, this past weekend. So I am in the theoretical third place game uh, this week against Jerry. So Jerry, we're actually playing each other this week. Had Joe Burrow not torn his ACL and MCL. Jerry, what do you think? How are you thinking? How are you feeling about that hypothetical matchup versus Connor? Uh, just checking out this number one podcast post. Ninety-seven point three. I feel pretty good. Oh, damn! Yeah, Connor, just water under your bridge. Can't wait till someone's ACL breaks next year. <laughs> damn, Jerry's Jerry's putting the hex on Connor's team already for twenty twenty one. So. Connor, I gotta say, next season is not looking good for you right now. But it's true, it's not. I might just forfeit it. Right I don't now. know if it ever looks good for you, but definitely not now. I had something I wanted to say. Again, totally oh, here off we go. topic. Not fantasy football really at all. But hey, I'm the host, so I get to decide what's on the show sheet. So you know, I gotta get something off my chest. So I'm saying, Mike Hopkins. <laughs> no shots to Mike Hopkins. Uh, so I'm sitting at home today. I'm working, working from home. Kayla is taking a nap in her room, and uh, you know, Jerry, Tristan. I don't know if you guys ever plan on being dads. Uh, Connor, I know that answer is probably already no for you, so I'm not going to ask. But <laughs> when your kid is taking a nap, that is like, it's like you cherish those moments because it's like gives you time to do something or just like relax. Like nap time is super key uh, as a parent. So I'm sitting here working. Kayla's taking a nap. And all of a sudden, uh, a, the doorbell rings, and then I hear a knock on. I'm like, fuck, dude. Cal's going to wake up. She's in her nap because some fuck rang the doorbell. So I have a ring. I look at the ring. It's a FedEx guy, and he's just, like, standing there waiting. I'm like, okay, dude, just drop the fucking package and get out of here. But I keep looking at the ring, and he's just standing there. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll go open the door. So I open the door, and there's this FedEx guy, and he's like, Hey, I got a package. Uh, it needs to be given to an adult. And then he looks at me. <laughs> he looks at me. And you want know what he fucking says? He says, Are you an adult? <laughs> and I'm like, Yes. And then he, hands, and he, he looks at me. He stops and he looks at me and he goes, all right, I believe you, and then hands me the package, and then leaves. And I, that egg guy was about to card you. Yeah, this is the second time this has actually happened in the house. I had another what? guy. I had another guy come talking about how this is during oh the God. summer. He was trying to solicit like how they did lawns and shit, and uh, he opens the door and I answer, and he goes, "Hi, is the homeowner home?" And I was like, <laughs> "Bitch, I am the homeowner." <laughs> Oh my god! I'm fucking uh, sick of it, dude. I've gotten sunned twice at my own fucking house. I don't even. I own. I actually own this house. I'm not even renting. I own the fucking house, and I've gotten sunned twice at it. And it happened today, and then it pissed me off. So I feel like I just had to let someone know. Besides Jaren, so I had to get off right, my well, chest. As funny as it is, though, I, ha I feel like the natural follow-up question is: What are you getting delivered to your house that only adults can receive? Uh, so for Christmas, Jaren ordered her dad like some whiskey from Hawaii or mm -hmm. something like that. So it came today, and that's what it was. So 
the guy had to like really look at me and make sure that I was old enough to handle whiskey. But uh, I was gonna say Adam and Eve always talks about being discreet when they drop off packages. <laughs> <laughs> a little myth there. Touche, touche. But I said to get off my chest before, uh, before we jumped into. I'm sure what everyone's here for is some quality fantasy football analysis. So uh, let's let's recap here. Week what happened in week 15. We'll start with the winners bracket. Uh, it was Joe taking down Ben in one semi, 150.2 to 112.2. And then my matchup against Jerry. Jerry falls short, 142.6 to 124.5. Uh, so as everyone wanted to see, it's an all-Erickson matchup in, in the championship. But like Connor says, no one cares about the championship, so let's look at the total goal because that's what we're all here for. Uh, and the matchup between Spencer and Curtis, it was Spencer with the victory, 138.5 to 121.8. and Called it. And a little bit of a shocker here. Yeah. A huge performance from AMAC, 144.2 to 81.1 over Jordan. So it'll be Jordan versus Curtis in our 12-goal championship. And we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit more later. Um, so let's start with our highlights here for Week 15. And uh, Tristan, I'll kick it over to you. What do you got for your Week 15 highlight? I'm really going to have to dig deep here because there's really <laughs> there's nothing to like about the championship. I'll start with that. Uh, yeah, just seeing two Ericsons in there. I was doing everything I could with the uh, with the meme game, trying to get a little curse going and you know get something in Jerry's favor. But uh, yeah, maybe that kind of worked against me. So that was a bit of a bummer. Uh, so I'm really kind of digging deep here. I think my my biggest shocker of the week was Amac winning. To be completely honest, I thought that he was going to be, you know, dead to rights in the toilet bowl, and he went off for 144. I mean, I was. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't expect him to come into the playoffs and survive anything. And uh, I mean, yeah. Jordan was putting up a stinker, maybe worse than uh, than my week last week was equally shocking. So I think I think that game between Amac and Jordan was kind of the biggest shock to me of just how lopsided it was with two really shitty teams. Yeah, I definitely thought that one would be closer, and didn't, didn't did not see the Amac blowout. And the results there, but you know, Amac, uh, who knows if he's probably not listening, so uh, we don't need to go out too much about his victory. But if he is, hey, Amac, shout out to you. Uh, you wished me a good day on Sunday, so I feel like I gotta give you a shout out. That's hilarious, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Connor, Connor, what was your highlight for week 15? Yeah, uh, my highlight of the week, um, I got a shout out in the Discord by uh, Little Bidet Squirts, aka Tristan, for my production quality uh, on last week's recorded segment. Just want to say uh, thank you very much. You know, it's nice that game recognized game. You know, we have someone here who's put in those segments every week with some high production quality, and I'm just trying to match it. So uh, thank you, Tristan. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, you got two. Well, you didn't say anything to me, Don't Jerry. You, you, Jerry's berries. I'm not trying to disrespect it. I'm, I love Jerry's berries, but I'm just paying. I'm paying my respect to Tristan because he gave me a shout out in the Discord for my. Uh... Also, shout out to my high school friends Matthew Owen, David Leslie, and Eddie Hilsenkoff for allowing me to annoy them and then ask them stupid questions about my basketball career. Thank you. Shout out to them, uh, Jerry. What do you got for your week 15 highlight? Uh, nothing. 
damn prop week for Jerry. <laughs> you have a low light. Uh, a low light was the moment, the moment in the uh, 49ers Cowboys game that back to back plays was a 30 yard Tony Pollard run or something. And it, no, it wasn't back to back. Then soon afterwards, he catch for like 30 40, yards and then he broke that touchdown. Yeah. And then the 49ers onside kick, which uh, CD Lamb returned to the house, which also knocked him down to minus five oh, on the yeah. week. But it would not have mattered because I don't think I, any sort of starting line topped a 142 performance. But also, AMAC on his uh, his second highest total of the season, the only other time he scored more points was in week two against Connor. Yeah, I remember that week. It was awful. All Damn. the Patriots players went off, man. It was terrible. You lost AMAC twice this year, dude. Feels bad. Wait, me? Yeah, you said because you yeah, lost, you lost him last week of the season. You lost him at 13 in week two. AMAC has four wins this year in the regular <laughs> season. You were two. Dude, he's got my number. What can I say? You know, he's my kryptonite, you know? I actually was looking at this week. I, I have five losses, and one was to Connor, one was to Curtis, and one was to Jordan. So I lost to both members of the total poll and Connor. And you beat me twice. And I beat, but I beat Jerry twice. So, so yeah. yeah. You know, sometimes you just got to let the fucking chum at the bottom of the league just eat a little bit. So, you know, you got to keep him interested at some point. Um, so, you know, that's all I was doing there. Uh, my highlights for uh, the week, you know, I fucking didn't pull up my notes. So this is week 15, by the way, Eric. Yeah, week 15. It's week 16. I remember that, you know, since I'm actually still playing in important games, I'll try <laughs> to remember the weeks. Um so, one, Connor, you already hit on it, but Connor would have lost to Jalen the semis. We're going to have to hear some garbage excuse about uh, whatever would have made Connor the champion. You wrote that and down in your notes? I did, yeah. Wow. I can't believe I have that much of an effect on you. My Thank other you. one was uh, uh, we've been doing the fan duel contest this year. We've usually had like seven or eight people on each one, and uh, Curtis won this week. It's his fourth time he's won a fan duel contest this year. So, obviously, the season long thing didn't really work out for Curtis hasn't worked out two years in a row but at least he's been able to you know make a little money back to help pay for his bills and then my uh, last highlight was also discord related so after the games finished I think it was on Monday and the championship was set Joe posted so everyone what team you're rooting for in the championship he then posted the emoji of himself and then the emoji of me I feel like Joe posted this because he thought it would be an easy win for him. He's like, well, everyone hates Eric at this point, so this obviously everyone's going to vote for Joe. I feel like he was like, oh, easy dub right here. Instead, though, uh, I think it was, I don't know who it was. I, I want to say me. it was Connor, but Connor posted the thumbs down emoji, which uh, currently is in the lead with seven votes. Uh, and, then all that else, and then Spencer came in and posted the pride flag, <laughs> which, uh, which now is at three votes. Both, oh, Actually, five votes. Now. Five. So, <laughs> both of those. Me and Joe both sit at one vote, which are the only votes are just Joe posting the emoji. So I don't even know if you can count those as votes. Yeah, so, that's, a, that's a great, great highlight. So that was, my, that was thank, an awesome. Thank you, Spencer. So, Connor and Spencer, some nice contributions there on Joe's post. Uh, yeah, so that does it for our Week 15 highlights. Uh, we also got this new segment here, This Week in EIG History. I wanted to take a look back. This is actually the second time that me and Joe will match up in the finals. So I wanted to look back at the first one, which came in 2011. Um, 
as has been said many times before, I have not won the league, so I think you can guess who wins this one. Uh, Joe, you didn't want to go back to my matchup last year against you? Yeah, that would have been a great one to heart back to. That could have been good. Uh, no, no. You know, it's, no. No, okay. no. Nah. We're already talking about uh, potential <laughs> champions here, so oh, just me and Joe. Okay. I don't know what else to say, but Joe won 137.3 to 128.9. Uh, led by the hotel hitter, Ray Rice, Julio Jones, and Jimmy Graham. Joe finished the season 10-4 and four and was third in scoring uh, during his title run. Uh, my team, led by Cam Newton and Adrian Peterson. I upset the number one seed Spencer in the semis before suffering my second straight title loss uh, to Joe in that one. So hopefully not a repeat performance this year, but that was just a look back at the first time. Uh, me and Joe matched up in the championship. Uh, I think it was still a 10-team league at that point. And, uh, so Joe's going for the Erickson three-peat? Uh, three-peat? In the ship? Over you three times? No, this will be the second time. Oh, this? That was that was the first time we matched up. So he's going for the second one. Um, but Eric, I thought, you'd been in sec- I thought you'd gotten second place like a lot, though. I have. Four times. Four, four times? I, uh, who, who did you lose to? I've lost Mitchell Galehouse, RIP. Uh, <laughs> is, is that the human orangutan? No, that's not the human orangutan. Mitchell Galehouse is the person that Connor kicked out of the league without even asking anyone. Uh, that's who spot you took, Tristan. So, uh, you know, Connor's the big bully that he is. Dude, someone needed to come in and put their foot down, okay? You, the, the league needed a disciplinarian, and I'm happy enough to fulfill that role. Uh, but I lost to Mitchell Gilhouse the year before I lost to Joe. Um, it came down to like the game. Remember when the Seahawks played the, the Rams on Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football, and whoever they won, get and whoever they get won was it was when the Seahawks were seven and nine but made the playoffs. Whoever won that game won the NFC West. Um, and Charlie White, who started at quarterback for the Seahawks, I had like Steven Jackson that game. I needed like ten points out of him, and he scored like eight, and I lost to Mitchell. I lost to Joe next year. I lost to Jordan uh, three years ago. That was, yeah, Tristan's first year in the league. And Jerry last year. So odds are if you've won a title, it's came through me. Connor, obviously you didn't have to beat me when you won the championship. But, uh, yeah, now if Joe wins a title, he'll have gone through me. I feel like last week I said that, uh, you know, 2020 has fucked up everything, but not Joe luck. I feel like you can just add me getting second place to that list. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens on the field this weekend. Uh, I also... There's silence because no one cares. <laughs> yeah, you know. We don't care. It's hard It's hard being on top. I know you're you're not... Don't have much experience on top, Connor, but uh, I'll let I'm you a know. Cha- I'm a former champion. What are you talking about? I'll let you know. It is hard being on top, but... Uh... It sounds like you all... It sounds like you... This is like a scenario, you know, going back to what we first talked about, where you you climb into bed and you think you're on top, and then you just get body slammed onto the bottom and just just obliterated every season. So, I mean, Tristan, you've only been in the league three years, and every year I've been in the championship game. So, like, I mean, at this point, it's got to be getting old for you, just seeing familiar face in the championship every year. Are you bragging about making the championship game and not winning it? 
I mean, at least I got a shot. You think the Bills brag about going to the Super Bowl for four years in a row, Eric? Do you think they do that? Probably. I'm sure they got banners for it. Probably. No, you'd be wrong. They do not do that, actually, because they want to be winners. They want to be champions, you know? Something that you haven't achieved yet. Connor, when you win the championship, it's like – it's like a fluke. It's like hitting the lottery. It's like a lotto ticket. You know, for me, it's just like consistent success. Like I'm like, it's like a dynasty. Wait, you haven't won it though. Yeah, so consistently unsuccessful. I mean, it's you're kind of, you're kind of like the way that you're talking kind of reminds me of like, what does Cole Beasley say to his family? Like, what does he, what does he do in the NFL? He catches some balls and like, you know, goes around with a team that maybe makes the playoffs but never actually gets anywhere. You're kind of like the Cole Beasley of EEIG. Like, yeah, Cole Beasley's not going to his family and saying, I'm the best wide receiver on my team. He's right. never you're done productive. that. You know? You're productive, but, I mean, you're not you're not making it any further than uh, in second place. So, I don't really I don't really know where you're going with this, Eric. No, like I said, it's not easy being on top. You know, there's always haters. <laughs> it's no also what I do. Uh, this championship Some people don't matchup even think I'm this. an adult, so, uh, you know, I'm used to the criticism. But uh, this this championship matchup also <clears throat> will feature uh, the first person to get two faces on the championship uh, picture. Championship. Yeah. yeah, because you already point. have you already have Joe in his little cheerleading outfit looking <laughs> good, and then Eric with his little uh, nasty Heisman pose. That's what you're doing, right? Yeah, and your uh, purple jean shorts and your little pink pink t-shirt. Shirt. Yeah, and barefoot too. Don't forget that. Um, you know, I was thinking like if I won, I feel like if I used my own picture, it'd be kind of lame because there's already a picture of my face on the trophy. So uh, if I do when I, I'll say when I win, I'll have to think of something creative to uh, a nice picture to put there. Well, that's uh, not your strong suit, so. No, so you know, maybe I'll open up to ideas on the Discord. Uh, usually, when oh, I do, usually when I do, do that. <laughs> No one submits. Please do. But I feel like uh, for this one, I'll probably get some good submissions. So, hey, if you got something, if you got an idea, let me know. I guess for Joe, too, um, he already has his picture on the mirror, so maybe he can do something creative, but, uh, you know, to each their own. Uh, I also wanted to give the opportunity to the people still alive uh, in meaningful games to kind of give their last message. So I reached out to uh, Tristan, or no, Sorry, Curtis and Joe and Jordan yesterday and said, you got any last words uh, for your teams out there? I'll read them on the podcast or play them on the podcast. Uh, Jordan Jordan responded. Here's what he had to say about his team. Uh, here's a quote from Jordan. I don't know how it happened, but for the second year in a row, I have the worst team in the league and I deserve to lose. Two weeks ago, I didn't think there was any chance I'd be in the toilet bowl, but here we are. All I want for Christmas is a W. So that's uh, that's the mess, final message from Jordan. Now uh, we got nothing from Curtis, and then Joe messaged me today saying, "I'll take me over Eric and Curtis over Jordan." So, uh, not quite what I was looking for out of Joe. Uh, he Curtis wants <laughs> famous to give, last words, right? Pretty, pretty on brand. He wants to give. He just want, continue, wants to continue giving shitty picks on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, so if you've learned anything from Joe's picks this year is that you fade him. So I feel like you got to take me and you got to take Curtis to lose in the total. What, ha- what happened to Joe's nose? I feel like it's been weeks. Uh, you know, I think there were some financial backers that were supporting he, he Joe. For they were help putting on the production. And uh, after like the first three or four weeks, they were out of money because besides uh, 
helping produce the show, they were also backing his picks. And so uh, once he loses his, uh, the financial backing, I feel like Joe's, Joe knows went downhill. So um, we'll have to well, see. Well, Jerry's Berry is, uh, is fully, we are a great in equity and financing. So we are, we are fully stocked. Are, are you hiring? Um, not Joe. <laughs> no one from but Joe knows. Might put a post up. Yeah, does she check your LinkedIn. Check the LinkedIn. Um, but so those, that was the ear to the streets with uh, just one message, I guess, from someone involved. Curtis, Curtis has nothing to say. I mean, maybe he's, I don't know what's going on out there in uh, in Bellingham. Maybe he's you know starting to get prepared for a potential last place punishment. Uh, he's in a familiar territory now, two years in a row, so. Uh, he has the experience, so maybe that will give him the advantage into, against Jordan this week. But uh, we want to, you know, jump into the Tollable Chronicles. Uh, so I'm going to pass it over to our co-host here for a breakdown. Yeah. Oh, he's back. Oh, I'm here. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, the moment you've all been waiting for. 16 weeks of fantasy football have come down to this moment as we find out who is the worst fantasy football manager in the EIG League. The toilet bowl is upon us. A time where friends become foes, former housemates become enemies, and it doesn't matter who wins, it matters who loses. Because that person will have to embarrass themselves for our enjoyment. And I can't wait. It's time! In one corner, standing over six foot two. Although I haven't measured him in at least three years, so someone check that. But as they say, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Started life with an English accent, but for some reason, just like his hope to win an EIG championship, it's disappeared. It's his second straight year in the toilet bowl, so he's gotten out of this jam before. Let's see if he can do it again. He's the lesser half of the creative committee. It's Curtis Whittle! And in the other corner, an absolute madman at the computer. If you need someone to code your applied mathematics homework, it's this guy. But if you need someone to draft your fantasy football team, look elsewhere. You wouldn't expect to find a former league winner in the bullet bowl, but this angel has fallen from grace. He's got one last chance to turn his season around. And we'll find out this weekend if he can pull it off. He's everyone's second favorite Hazari brother. It's Jordan Hazari! Back to you, Eric. A great total introduction from, from our commissioner, Connor. You, you hit it on the nose. Two former champions matching up in the total Uh no, quite a bit of a surprise uh, to see that. Uh, obviously, for Curse, his second year in a row. Uh, normally, you know, this year we haven't been we haven't been diving too much into the matchups, but given that there's only two left, and obviously so many eyes on this matchup here in the Toll Bowl, we, we just wanted to take a look at at the preview here and kind of break down the two rosters and give our picks for who we think ends up being victorious. Uh, Connor, I'm gonna start with you. Uh, give us your analysis of, of the matchup here and, and how you think it shakes out. Absolutely, Eric. Well, I think it's going to be an awesome uh, match between the two. I actually went back a couple of years, was looking through some old stuff, um, 
kind of for the uh, just for some extra data, I was looking through the historic rankings of these guys. Um, I would say they haven't had it. The last the last couple of seasons for both of them haven't been that great. Um, they, we I felt like after they both won the championships, was it 2017 and 20? I forget. 2016 was, uh, and 2018 for Jordan. 2016, 20. Yeah, exactly. I felt like they both had that like post championship hangover, but neither of them have really been able to get out of that hangover, which is tough to see. Um, I think that coming out of the draft, I thought that Jordan had a pretty a pretty average draft. I didn't really like Curtis's. Um, but at the same time, I think that Curtis has made a lot of really good plays throughout the year. And so actually, I think in this particular matchup, he kind of holds the edge, um, except for some of his positional spots. Do we want to go into like the actual players, right? We go do? ahead, man. Yeah. The four is yeah. So, I mean, dude, Curtis is starting Lamar Jackson and Dalvin Cook. Uh, those are awesome guys, especially this late into the year. Dalvin Cook's number one running back in fantasy. Wide receivers, he's got Cooper Cuff, T.Y. Hilton, Sterling Shepard. Not the guys you really want to have. Cooper Cuff's been a little bit, had a little bit of a down year, uh, but I, he has a good matchup this week against Seattle. And then he's had some good, he's made some good waiver decisions. Picked up Dallas Goddard, who he started, who's been pretty good since he got back from injury. J.D. McKissick's been pretty good for the uh, Washington football team, but his flex spots are suspect. Right now, he's starting Jeff Wilson Jr. and Malcolm Brown. I uh, am really questioning both of those decisions. Let's see if he actually changes that. I probably would start Ido Smith, maybe uh, Salvin Ahmed, or maybe Darius Slayton over those two guys. Um, so questionable decision there. You take a look at Jordan's team. He had a great pickup with Jalen Hurts this past uh, just the other week, and he went off. Didn't start uh, him, a, though, on his bench. Yeah, oh, there you go. Right, right. But at the same time, he's got Dallas this week, which is a pretty weak defense. So I really like that play. Um, he's got Keenan Allen, uh, who has been – pretty solid so far eighth overall wide receiver in fantasy he's been pretty solid at tight end spot with tj hawkinson david montgomery's been on an absolute tear the past four weeks i don't know if you guys have been paying attention but he's averaging like 25 points a game week 12 through 15 which is pretty nuts um james connor uh you know leaves a little bit to be desired uh, same with Devonte parker and you know similar issues at the flex spot with jalen rager and eric ebron i mean he has a couple guys on this bench that maybe could do better maybe dj chark uh, maybe michael pittman we'll see but uh, it just comes down to I think these two teams, they have a lot of really good players. But the one thing they lack is depth, especially at those additional flex positions, which is something we introduced this year. Um, and it's not a surprise to see them both in the toilet bowl. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not a huge fan of the Ebron play. I mean, obviously, at this point, the lineups could change. First game's not until uh, Friday this week. So it still continues. I'm not a huge fan of playing the, the second tight end in the flex, especially when it's, it's not like a stud. A it's stud Eric guy, Ebron. It's Eric Ebron. Better play probably a receiver there. I'm going to disagree with Jeff Wilson Jr., though. With Mostert out now, I feel like Jeff Wilson will probably be the lead guy there for the 49ers. Um, so I feel like against Arizona, you know, it's it's a weird week for San Francisco. C.J. Beathard is going to be the starting quarterback. They're down some other players in offense as well. Um, so I feel, But I feel like there will be some solid volume there for Jeff Wilson. Uh, obviously, Dalvin Cook you love. Uh, New Orleans maybe not the greatest matchup, but... Uh, looking at his other guys, you mentioned it with Cooper Cup going against Seattle. J.D. McKissick against Carolina. Um, if Antonio Gibson is out, obviously that helped boost him there. Um, you know, some of the guys you're not in love with, but I feel like you know Curtis has some solid options if he were to go to his bench as well. And you mentioned David Montgomery. He's been going off lately. And against Jacksonville this week, I feel like that's another prime matchup Definitely. for him to get going. Uh, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, Obviously, they're in the total bowl in the year. These teams is great, um, and that remains true this week. I feel like it's going to be a really close matchup, but I feel like I'm going to go with Curtis to eke out Jordan in the total bowl. Uh, Connor, I don't know if you gave your pick 
uh, who are you going with officially in this one? Uh, I, oh, that's a tough one. How about let's throw it over to Jerry first. Uh, Jerry, have you looked at these teams? Uh, who do you think has the better team and who do you think is going to win this weekend? Um, well, I'm going to save my official pick for a segment later in the show. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Looking at these two teams. Um, yeah, just going through the lineup. I mean, it's going to be interesting, the quarterback matchup between Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts. I believe it over 30 points last week. So actually, Jordan could be favorable versus, I believe he dropped Roethlisberger. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the rest of the team, yeah, definitely don't think Ebron would be a very good play there in the flex. I like Kiki Cutie better. I like, uh, I mean, AJ Green's tough to trust, but the Houston defense is just yeah. horrible. Um, he also has Snell. He could play if Connor's out, so kind of some depth there. Mm-hmm. I was looking at Curtis's team. Yeah, I do like Jeff Wilson Jr. if he's uh, if Mulcher's out, so that bodes well. Um, I feel like the rest of the Rams running backs are just a total crapshoot on who's gonna who's gonna be better. Um, but yeah, just to maybe I don't know. Then just look at these two past champions and just to. And talk about myself for a second, former champion, but also have avoided the toilet bowl bracket for three consecutive years. I've also led the league in points three straight years. Connor, a former champion, of course, but also for the former toilet bowl uh, loser. So kind of talking about myself a little bit, saying you know, I've been able to avoid avoid the bracket and still perform well year after year. Why'd you throw me in there? You're talking about yourself. All of a sudden, a you saying, mentioned that I got left first. He's a saying, Connor. Now you won't be the I'm only person. Be oh, I see what you're saying. Good point. Sorry. <laughs> Someone else slow. will join the club with you of being a, a league winner and a total winner this year. So you won't be the only one in that club anymore. So congratulations. Thank you. Well, it's a, pre- a fairly prestigious club. Uh, you have to experience the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. And not everyone can say that. And I can say that. And I have. So it's great. Yeah, and you've recovered. You you know you had a uh, not not as bad a lineup this year. You know you as you said you're just you know an ACL and an MCL away. That's all it was, dude. Oh, just two freaking ligaments. Uh, Tristan, let's go to you for your pick. Uh, some experience being in this game before. Uh, t- talk to us about you know how you see this matchup shaking out. Yeah, I mean as a <laughs> I'm a subject matter expert here for this one. Um, but I, I agree. I mean, I think the on paper, it's pretty even. I think the probability is like 50-50 right now on ESPN. We know those probabilities are shit. We know the projections are awful. But for what it's worth, um, it does look fairly even on paper. I will say, though, I think I think Jordan leans too heavily into Pittsburgh just as a team. He's like he's like the, the opposite of AMAC, or he's like the equal to AMAC yeah. uh, with Patriots players and, and him with – with Pittsburgh players. Um, and I just don't really like that team right now. Like I don't have confidence The showing this last week from, from Ben was absolutely, absolutely atrocious. I mean, it's a great pickup for Jordan. He's got Jalen hurts cause he's just got the hot hand in the league and arguably looks like, you know, top three QBs right now. Um, so that's been a welcome surprise, but it's just hard for me to trust the rest of his team. Um, you know, especially, you know, like you said, in the flex with Jalen Rieger, you, know, you look at Jalen Hurts's versatility, and you think that he's probably going to take a lot of the opportunity away with his legs. Um, so I'm going to have to go with Curtis on this one. I just think that 
he has a lot better backbone to his team, even though, you know, some of the players haven't really panned out this year. Like T.Y. Hilton, he's been on he's been on a bender with catches. He's doing pretty well. Um, I agree, Jeff Wilson. He's you know, he could probably get a lot of carries with you know, with the third string QB now starting for you know, for for San Francisco. Um, so I just I like Curtis's versatility of the team, even as bench too. Um, although they don't have the best matchups. Um, I like the depth that he has against Jordan. And I just, I just think that Jordan leans too heavily into in one team. And right now that team is doing really bad. So I'm going to go Curtis. Yeah, I mean, James Conner hasn't been great even when he has played. Obviously, you know, there's question marks about his status. And if, if Benny Snell is the guy, I mean, he had a pretty good game last week. I don't know if you feel like super great about him. Obviously, he's a starting running back. So it's a nice fill-in if Conner were out. But you, I mean, Jalen. You mentioned Jalen Hurts. I mean, that's if Jordan didn't have him. I mean, I feel like you know, Curtis would be, It'd be Curtis all the way in this yeah. matchup. I mean, that ended up being a huge pickup for Jordan as far as this uh, this total matchup. Uh, you know, Ben Ben was his guy the whole year. Obviously, now these last few weeks, he's been pretty bad. And uh, Hurts was the number one quarterback last week. And Connor already mentioned going against Dallas this week, a pretty good matchup. So. You know, with Hurst, you, with just with his running alone, you get a he has a pretty high floor. So you you feel like he's not going to give you a stinker like Ben, like Big Ben gave him on Monday night. You're at least going to get like a solid game out of him. So you know, a player like that is huge for Jordan in this matchup. Yeah, so I think that's the only thing that's really kind of buoying his team. Like he doesn't have you know. If, to your point, if you put any other quarterback in that position, I don't know if I really like Jordan's team. I think Hurts gives him hope, yeah. but um, there's a lot riding on on Hertz. Um, and I just, I just don't like that, that heavy of a lift by one player. So, yeah. so now with- two votes now for, for Curtis, we'll save Jerry's vote for later when we get to Jerry's bears, but Connor, give us your pick now after hearing this, uh, some in-depth analysis from all of us here. So, you know, I think it's, what it's going to come down to is, um, Lamar Jackson against the giants. I think Lamar Jackson had a pretty boring year, I would say. Yeah, he's the eighth overall quarterback, but, you know, you wouldn't know it. He has had a couple good weeks, last three weeks. I'll give him that. Um, But the Giants have really started to put their season together, especially on defense. And I think it's going to come down to that game. And if they can actually hold Lamar Jackson to whatever, you know, 10 fantasy points or less, I think it's very, uh, very possible. Maybe less than 15 is more possible. But I think after all this conversation, I've decided that I actually like Jordan's team a little bit more this week. I think that Jalen Hurts is a good play. David Montgomery is a good play. And if he just has one good game from – I mean, he had a pretty uh, – last week, a lot of his stars didn't do that well. Uh, Devontae Parker, Keenan, Keenan Allen, Juju, across the board, you know, kind of a shit week. But if those guys can come, uh, I'm taking Jordan. I'll take the opposite. Although, however, I am hoping that Curtis wins so we can punish Jordan. Yeah, you mentioned it. Like Jordan has four guys questionable right now in a starting lineup. Uh, Keenan Allen obviously played last week, but didn't do much. He didn't play a ton either. So that that was you know that obviously burned Jordan because he had him in a starting lineup. I think he had like one catch for 16 yards or something like that. Uh, Devontae Parker, we'll see what he's if he's able to come and be healthy this week. Uh, looks like you know Eric Ebron. He didn't even have a catch on Monday. He left the game with zero points. Um, well, who knows if he'll end up in Jordan's starting lineup, and it looks like Rager is questionable as well. Um, so Jordan maybe having to dig into his bench. He's got multiple receivers he can go to, uh, but obviously it makes things uh, even more interesting as we go into the you know highly coveted Topol matchup. And uh, obviously the winner 
the, the quote-unquote winner of the 12th bowl. So whoever does lose that game will be subject to a last-place punishment. Uh, we talked about some punishment ideas last week. Uh, we wanted to, you know, see if, you know, Tristan having completed his last-place punishment or Jerry, if they had any input on what they think would be some good ideas. So I'll open it up to either one of you. What are you thinking would be some good last-place punishments? Jared, I'll let you go first. Um, well, first, it looks like uh, Curtis is somewhat active on the trip Twitch stream. So, Curtis, give us maybe some ideas um, as well if you're listening or not. We got a lot of followers here. Number three, it looks like. Um, but, yeah, for uh, Jordan, I really like the idea of a YouTube uh, YouTube channel about him and his cats, mainly the cats, uh, Louie and Monty. Um I believe there was some other possible ideas thrown around that could be used for both uh, Toyota Bowl candidates. Um, yeah, but for Jordan, I think I think that would be could be potentially uh, a good fit. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think um, it revolving around the his love affair with cats and just the the furry pussies would be um, pretty solid. Um, yeah. I, Again, shout, oh, out, shout out Abby Larson. Uh, <laughs> what? What's there? Uh, you you got a, a somewhat inspiration, or maybe not inspiration, but uh, an, an additional idea um, for a potential OnlyFans for one of our uh, Twitter poll losers. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, this was just kind of word on the street. Uh, you know, where it gets passed through like a game of telephone. But um, yeah, I think, you know, an, an OnlyFans uh, account, you know, subscription-based, you know, SaaS opportunities are just really kind of the future of, of business. And, um, you know, when we think about how we're really going to expand the league and get more eyeballs on this, I think, you know, OnlyFans is a great subscription opportunity uh, for a lot of people to get their eyeballs on some coveted jewels, uh, maybe not the trophy, that we all think it would be, but you know, a trophy nonetheless for those who are interested. So, and OnlyFans, um, you know, could be interesting around, uh, you know, Jordan and his and his physique, um, or Curtis and some of the nasty things he does with Sasquatch in the woods. So, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of opportunity there. Um, and I think honestly, when we you know we start to diversify our um, you know, our sponsorship, we can't just continue to rely on Badonk Bidet. You know, we need to we need to start looking to our creators and you know the community that we have under our belt to really start to monetize this league. And you know, I think that's a great way to do it. So um yeah, shout out to uh shout out to OnlyFans and uh shout out to Jordan and, and Curtis and their potential of getting on there. Um I also had an additional idea I was uh, texting with the commission uh the other day about um, not only do we have a winner's trophy, but potentially having a loser toilet bowl trophy with the image of the loser in their uh, kind of losing act. Um, so we got, you know, the Mercurius on there. We got uh, DJ uh, Day Squirts. Is that what was it? LBS. LBS. Sorry, my apologies. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think DJ getting LBS. You know, and getting you know not only honoring our winners but also honoring our losers you know yeah i like the I idea like a lot well. by the way Dude, yeah. the way i see it is that it's similar like when you go to like uh you know you guys have friends who are like republicans 
and you like I don't know if you guys do, maybe you don't. You guys you go to their house and then you see like you walk into like their kitchen and there's like a dead antler, sorry, a dead deer with antlers, you know, like on the wall. It just be like that, you know. Like we're you know, we need to pay homage to the to the fallen soldiers of the league. And as someone who is a fallen soldier, however, I have risen back up. I, I think it'd be a, a great idea, great contribution. Oh, I don't know if yeah. I've risen back up. Kind of risen. You're, you're not totally dead. Not that yeah. I'm I'm halfway there. Yeah. Like sure. a, a Phoenix with a torn ACL. Not quite getting up, but that's true. Okay, good point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, another idea that uh, I can't remember if it was you, Jerry, or Tristan, who mentioned yesterday would be an audition tape for the league. And then the person would have to submit like a three-minute audition tape. Yeah, I like and, that one. Uh, me and Connor. Well, maybe we'll let him back in. Connor and me know? would determine after seeing their audition tape whether they're like back in the league for the next year. It can be like that part in Gladiator when Joaquin Phoenix just watches the two guys and he's like, "Guys, about to die." It's like, "Do we kill him or not?" That'll be me and Eric. Exactly. So we got some good ideas. I feel like in, in I, I like the I like the audition, um, but I also feel like too if there's you know, we don't just want to. We don't just want to, uh, you know, kick someone out of the league without them being involved. So I feel like, you know, there's an opportunity as well to, um, you know, to to have that person, you know, maybe act as the intern the next year and just do a bunch of bitch work for everyone else, <laughs> um, and just have that be the gift that keeps on giving and, um, you know, to everyone in the league. So, you know, I know that Jared and Jared and Jordan had a bet uh, when they played golf a while back where whoever lost had to tee up the other person's ball for the next round that they played uh, every single hole. So, um, you know, something a little, a little like that. I'm, I believe in that round we got Jordan and I were playing and we got two random people and they see me teeing up Jordan's golf ball every single hole. And they're like, what the fuck's going on? I was like, sorry guys, lost the bet. It's a cute couple. Yeah. We had our Eric and Connor mask on. So we, you know, it's all good. We got gotta keep those masks on. Uh, make sure you send me those royalties from wearing that mask, uh, whatever you made from that. Uh, but we got lots of great ideas for the last post punishment. So um, you know, just like last year, we'll cater it to whoever ends up being the winner. So we'll have to see what how it shakes out this weekend before we uh, we'll probably I think we'll assuming we'll decide on the next podcast what that punishment is and uh, the guidelines for that. So it'll be good to see. Excuse me. I believe last. I believe we said that the winners bracket will form a committee to then decide the punishment. Oh yeah, that was one of Connor's big. Uh... I like it. Let's do it. Even though I can't partake, I think uh, the direction that everyone's talking about is is in a, is set correctly. You guys have a lot of brilliant minds, and uh, we can put them to work. So yeah, three members of the winners bracket here on the pod today. So uh, Connor, sorry, you're not going to be involved in this one. Um, so hey, better luck next year. Uh, but you know, we've talked a lot about the Eagles today. Obviously, Jalen Hurts has been a big boost to their team at the quarterback position, uh, leading them to you know a big win over the Saints and a close loss last week to the Cardinals. Um, so a lot of talk about him, but you know, there's a much more pressing question that we have to get an answer to. Connor is on the phone right now with his sources. Uh, Connor, what do you got for us? Yeah, my source is inside the Eagles locker room right now. Luckily, none of the players are there. They're likely sleeping since it's kind of late on the East Coast. However, I'm being told that Miles Sanders does not have COVID. Back to you, Eric. All right, some big news there. Big news there from Philadelphia. 
narrowly escape that. It's funny, I feel like Eric and I are the only ones who think that's comical in any way. Everyone else that we have on, we do that, and everyone's like, ah, who cares? But we honestly think it's so funny. Oh, I love it. I was, I was literally like talking about it last night, about how funny it is. I'm pretty sure Chris hasn't even listened to these podcasts, so he does, and he probably doesn't even understand that we're making fun of him the whole time. Chris is still well, Eric and I, I mean, last I don't know if he's checked. But, you know, Chris, yeah, who knows? Chris's season's been over a few weeks now. He picked up that easy win first round of the playoffs against Spencer. I don't know about easy, but he did pick up a win against Spencer in the first round of the total. So, uh, you know, Chris may not be tuned in to uh, the Miles Sanders news. But if he is, if he does want to set a lineup this week, Miles Sanders is definitely a viable play. Um, let's jump into now and just kind of uh, look at the week 16 here. We did have the waivers go through. So I wanted to quickly just look at the, uh, the offers that were made and, and the pickups that were made. Uh, $2 was the biggest pickup made. Uh, Jerry with a pair of $2 pickups, Austin Hooper and Jarek McKinnon. Uh, not a ton of action here, but uh, quite a few bids, actually. So hey, just, just, you know, going for third place, better than fourth place. Exactly. So, Jerry, I'll start with you. What, what, what In your mind, what was the best pickup of the week? Uh, great question. I'm not sure who else has picked up. So one second. All right, let's uh, let's go over to Connor. What do you think? Yeah, so we had uh, Jerry picking up Austin Hooper and Jarek McKinnon. Um, I, I I think that waivers are pretty boring this week. Pretty pretty lame. So I don't think I really have a best one. I think that uh, it's pretty telling though that uh, Curtis picked up Malcolm Brown for a dollar and is now starting him apparently this week. Just goes to show you uh, how there's some tough times up there in Bellingham. Yeah, Malcolm. Yeah, he's in Ferndale. He's in Ferndale. Oh, Ferndale. Thank you. Shout out Ferndale. Aren't those the same oh. thing? It's, it's very close. close. But yeah, pretty close. Yeah, Malcolm Brown, you know, with uh, Cam Akers out this week, maybe not a bad pickup. I also like the Dare Agumbawale and Divine Ozigbo pickups. Uh, James Robinson's status, I feel like, yeah, my guy's out this week. Pretty questionable oh. going into Sunday. So, you know, either one of those guys could end up being the starter for Jacksonville. Um, so it could be potentially be a nice boost to Curtis's lineup there against Jordan. So I like both of those pickups. Uh, Tristan, any thoughts on the waiver wire? Yeah, I agree. Agumba Wale is pretty good for a dollar. Um, but yeah, just slim pickings this week, huh? I think uh, for for Jordan, AJ Green wasn't a bad wasn't a bad flyer. You know, he could have a, a pretty decent game. Ryan Finley, God knows, you know what he's come up with, but. You know, he seems to be on a little bit of a heater for his really shitty career. So um, who knows, maybe AJ gets a couple balls thrown his way. But at least at this point, it looks like he's just going to be sitting on Jordan's bench. So probably not a ton of impact. So, yeah, I like I like Curtis's pickups. I think those are smart. Um, you know, with Robinson out, um, it looks like he's got a lot, a lot of opportunity there. So I'm going to go with, uh, with Curtis on those. Can, can I say one thing very quickly? So, you know, I've, I think this is – Eric, this is probably our last week of waivers, right? That is correct. So I am now on, right. I'm on the free agent budget summary page. Now this is, it took me a little bit uh, of time to find this, and it's kind of silly how ESPN oh, is put this in the standings. What are some of our leaders? Well, so our leader number one is Chris Smart. He has. Uh, hey Eric, guess how much money Chris Smart still has in Fab budget? I'm gonna guess it's over a hundred. Uh, I'm gonna say a hundred and twenty. Okay, I'll tell you right now, it's not over a hundred. Oh, all right. Well, I'm going with eighty-seven. It's ninety six, okay. uh, ninety six dollars left on the board. Uh, second place, uh, LBS himself, uh, Tristan, sitting at eighty five dollars unspent. That's money in the bank you can't get back. Um, 
third place spencer with seventy dollars that's a lot for spencer that's kind of shocking to see him that high up there um in let's see spencer fourth, also, also spencer had a very high draft budget left over didn't he yeah like I think 15 so. bucks left over during the draft yeah spencer just a saver just gotta spend money uh what scared money don't make money and then in fourth place we have ben uh 36 still remaining and then in fifth place it's honestly it's you eric with one dollar and everyone else has zero so we want to give a quick shout out if your name wasn't mentioned congratulations uh if it was shame on you uh spend your money on free agents yeah. tristan any any uh comments yeah i kind of fucked up i was riding the mccaffrey train the whole time and i thought he was going to come back a lot a lot sooner than he looks like he will, uh, given that he's been out the whole fucking season other than three games. So, um, yeah, I kind of messed up there. I actually went for uh, I went for Ty Johnson or whatever when Ben got him. And for whatever reason, I didn't just blow my whole budget, which I should have um, at that point. And Ben got him for like, I don't know, 10 bucks more than I than I wanted for him. I was just being, yeah, a little true, a little too shrewd on that. And um yeah, I guess I got caught holding the bag, but hey, I'm not in the toilet bowl, so you know, $85 to me left over don't make no difference. Exactly, avoiding that last place punishment. Uh, now, and look, just looking at the moves here, probably not too many more moves going to be made this season. Uh, ben finishes in standing alone and last with 14 moves. Amac and Tristan sitting at 16. Um, I led the league with 61 moves, which was 14 more than Joe at 47 second. Yeah, but so we got to take it with a grain of salt, though, because some people have been out of the playoffs for a bit. I True. myself, yeah. you know, so we haven't been making moves. But still, yeah, I think I think when we checked it like a couple of weeks ago, I think you were still number one, Eric. But I think you were like in the 40s. I think picking Eric and Joe to be top two in moves <laughs> is the easiest bet of the year. Yep. Yeah, probably not getting too good of odds on Jonas might take notes on that for next season, but we'll see. Yeah, the line's probably not too friendly there. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, that's, that does it for – that's the last uh, waiver wire cycle of the season. Um, there is there is one more matchup uh, to preview, the uh, the Erickson Bowl here in the final. Um, I know you guys probably don't want to dive too deep into it, but I feel like we should at least give our picks on who we feel like is going to come out as champion. Uh, Connor, I'll start with you. Give uh, give whatever breakdown you see fit for the championship matchup. Eric, I have a question for you. Uh, what movie? What excellent movie based in Seattle came out in 1983? I don't know. Give you a hint. Uh, had Matthew Broderick in it. I'm not a movie guy, so you're asking the wrong person. Apparently not a Seattle guy, dude. Uh, called War Games, an excellent movie with Matthew Broderick and I think her name's Ali Sheedy who I actually thought was Elizabeth Shue for the whole time until I looked it up. You guys know who Elizabeth Shue is? She's awesome. Anyways, uh, it's basically a story about a high school kid. He hacks a uh, computer. Turns out he like hacks into a supercomputer who st starts to uh, like instigate a bunch of countdowns to fire nuclear missiles at Russia. And you know this is during uh, the Cold War, so it's kind of a big deal. And so they end up having to go to NORAD, and there's like an AI in the computer that's trying to play a game, but actually he's using real-world like jets and missiles and stuff so they have to find a way to convince this ai to stop playing and the way that they do it is they teach it tic-tac-toe because tic-tac-toe for those of you who are board game buffs out there it's considered a solved game where if both players play perfectly you're going to tie every time right so no matter what you do if you play it the best you can the 
if the other person's also playing the best, no one's going to win. And that's the whole point is that even though that they're playing, no one's going to win. So the only way to win is to not play. That's how I feel this weekend is that no one's going to win. The only way that I can win is if you guys both lose or tie, and that's not going to happen. So I'm not going to choose who I think is going to win. I hope you guys both lose. Salty much? All right, I get it. Uh, uh, Tristan, I'll go to you. Uh, how do you see it shaking down? Given that you're starting Mitch the Bitch to Brisky, uh, I'm going Joe. Great matchup. Excellent analysis, by the way. You know, last week I cut Matt Ryan. He went off. I thought that was going to be the difference maker in me my game against Jerry. Uh, obviously, you know, my phenomenal roster management skills, starting having Tony Pollard on my bench uh, instead of multiple quarterbacks like many of you want a roster. Uh, you know, I smartly uh, use my roster spots for players like Tony Pollard. Uh, paid a big dividend for me. Um, but I like Trubisky oh. a lot this week. Just a quick shout out to Wayne Gallman after Joe busted a one ninety nut or whatever last year. Got him back. Funny. How about that? Yeah, how about that? Stick it to the league. How about that, Joe? Uh, yeah. Yeah, but Eric, you can't win if you're starting Mitch the bitch. Come on, man. He's the laughing stock of the league. It can't happen. He's been pretty good uh, since he came back in a starter. Uh, obviously, he last, last, last week he wasn't that great. Um, 18, I mean, like, 13, 24. 13. You know, I started big, big points. And it's 24, obviously a big week. Last week wasn't great, but this week against Jacksonville, who's now in the lead for the number one pick. So I feel like they are uh, not much interest for them there. Good matchup. I feel like Mitch is in for a good game. Uh, Got to hit his receivers, which is not too adept at. Lately, it's been he's been pretty solid, so I'm 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 on the Mitch train. I'm I'm driving it. Eric, Apparently, I'm that's alone. A terrible train I'm, to be on. I'm driving Eric, the Mitch Trubisky train. Eric, I got a question. Um, so sometimes I see floated around in the fantasy football community that there's a player that some people add onto their bench, like a historic player or just a player for good luck. Do you have a player that you will be adding to your bench for your championship matchup? For good luck? um. I don't. I don't. I don't. I feel like I don't. I don't know if I have like a historic player. Um, maybe like if Colts defense was available, maybe I'd add them because they burned me last year in our championship matchup. Um, I'm on Tristan's. But yeah, you know Tristan's a defense whisperer, so he's already all over it. So I don't think I can do that. You know, I feel like I just gotta. Maybe I should have picked up Jarek McKinnon, so I would have had both him and Alexander Madison again. Um, but obviously, you you beat me to that, so that's not available. But I feel like I just gotta hold true with. You know, my, you might you might find rocks, like like Duke Johnson, like Duke Johnson, like, or an Alexander Madison. I got to keep those guys on my roster because they provide that support from the bench. You know, I think Car- gonna, I think Carlos Hyde's on waivers, so maybe I could add him as well uh, as bench support. Um, so I feel like between guys like that, uh, even though they're not in my starting lineup on the bench, they're going to give me the support I need uh, to to lift me to a championship. Uh, but Jerry, did you have a pick that you wanted to give? As far as how you see it shaking out, uh, no, I don't have a pick because it's on a segment later in the show. However, uh, you could add, add that uh, who was that Bills quarterback that lost those four the four Super Bowls in a row? Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. Yeah, you could add him. Maybe yeah. good luck, Joe, because yeah. you didn't get to the fifth title game, and this is you in your fifth title game with a chance. You know, I think Jim Kelly deserves that chance. Yeah, I hey, he beat, he beat cancer. I think he could definitely help out Eric's lineup for sure. Probably a great locker room guy. Exactly. 
You know, you always need some good locker room talk before the pregame. So I feel like, you know, Jim Kelly might be might be my guy there. I don't know if he's available on ESPN. Uh, but I'm giving my pick. Screw you guys. I'm going with myself. I'm taking down Joe. You know, I've been in the title game enough now, and it, it would be fitting that I would uh, break my schneid of championship losses against my brother. I have the clearly superior team this week. I mean, just look at my team. It's loaded. It's stacked. It's obvious why it's in the championship. Um, I did a phenomenal job managing my team. I'm deserving of, of a title. And uh, when it happens, you know, probably many of you are going to listen to the podcast next week anyway, but you're not going to want to listen to it because it's going to be me shoving it up your guys' assholes like I do to Connor on a, on a weekly basis. So Wow. Wow. Uh, this whole year, Eric, sometimes, like, you know, I think that we're on the same boat together, and then you say something that is so outrageous that I don't even know how to respond. You know, everyone, you always talk shit to Connor about whatever I say on Discord. You always got some critique. You're like a fucking English teacher. Anytime I post anything on Discord, you got something to say about it. Uh, you know, I feel like I was respectful after my victory against Jerry. Uh, not too much gloating. I haven't talked too much shit on Discord recently. Uh, you've given me rules that I have to adhere by. You know, it, it's it, you know it's there's there is fantasy football gods. I fucking did Chris a favor this year, and everyone labels me as the fucking bad guy, but uh, helped his team out. Um, you know, things have broken my way this way for a reason. It's because I'm an amazing person. I'm a fucking all star fantasy football manager, and it's gonna you know just complete Jesus itself this year. <laughs> it's gonna complete itself this year at the championship because I'm deserving of it. Uh, sub out Sanders. Um, is you know going to be etched in the the annals of EIG oh, history? Do you have any name change before the the final? Are you are you committed? Yeah, to, are you committed no, to that? Committed to sub out Sanders because it was the right. I was the I was the good guy. It was the right move to be made, and I'm getting paid off for it. The face football gods, you know, it matched me up against the best of the league in the playoffs. I had to take down Hovey and Jerry, the number one and number two scoring teams in the league, to get there. Um. And it's just going to be Stan this week against Joe's right. mediocre uh, team. Yeah, can I get one last thing, though? I just want to give a, a quick comment to Tristan. So as we just heard, Eric admitted that he follows the rules that I set. So, Tristan, that just goes to show you who is the top in our relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he, he, the bottom. he does everything you say. Little bitch. He's got a he's got a collar on. He gets sunned by you. Not just sunned by the FedEx guy, but sunned by Connor <laughs> every night when they're going to bed together. Oh See, man. You know, everyone just labels me the bully and then, you know, besides being the bully, I just get uh, shit tossed at me. Uh, but I take it like a man, unlike some of you, you know, <laughs> complain <laughs> complain about little jibs and jabs that are thrown your way. Um and it's you know this that's this it just adds on to me deserving the Saints football title win, and uh, you know Joe Luck will be no more this weekend. Uh, I am the younger brother, but this week I'll be a champion. So, so Eric, uh, one last question here: um, When you don't win, what is that going to mean for your relationship with Joe, your older brother, who just generally as you say suns you by um just purely coming having come out of kathy earlier than you did um <laughs> what's that gonna do for your relationship shout out kathy, shout uh, out kathy. yeah shout out to ralph and don't forget ralph too shout out to ralph, shout out to ralph. um you know i don't know it, it's uh 
it's it's definitely gonna be you know i'm not even gonna think about it because it's not gonna happen i'm gonna be champion uh i obviously have experience coming in second place so you know uh at this point i don't think i'd be too upset with it um but hey no it's my Could year. We get, i know joe's all of those like live streams and whatever Could we get like a, like a hangout for the sunday night game or whatever to see eric and joe just it's this actually going to come down to the Monday night game because the Monday night is the Bills versus the Patriots. Monday night Joe has Josh Allen, um, so we will not know on Sunday. Well, not, yeah, I mean, we could know. I could be losing. And then, we should watch the Monday night game together or something. Uh, or maybe we just do like a Monday night hangout and then just skip next week's podcast, and it could be boom done. But I love it. Good idea, Jerry. We'll have a we'll have a, a hangout on Monday to watch that uh, Bills Patriots game, obviously. Potentially a lot could be on the line there um, with the championship matchup. Um, but Jerry didn't give his picks for the two matchups because uh, I, I think, uh, spoiler alert, I think they're going to be in our Jerry's berries here. Uh, oh, a few things. Um, I appreciate the invitation to do Jerry's berries this season. Uh, was that AMAC? Who had the idea originally? Uh, you know, AMAC sparked the conversation of spicing up the show, and I feel like I don't. I feel like Jerry's Berries came out of that uh, conversation. Uh, so shout out to AMAC, uh, but I'm not sure where the origination yeah, came from. It's been honestly, yeah. I think like one of the. I mean, you two guys have I've been the biggest contributors to the podcast this year, and so just give a quick shout out. I'm gonna uh, take down my commish mask and just say thank you to both of you because it's been really nice. You know, uh, Eric knows, like, we kind of do this whole thing, and it's kind of bullshit. You know, we do whatever. But to have some of the time, you know, uh, already planned to be, you know, a pre-recorded segment by someone in the league or just having contributions by people in the league, I think it's great. You know, people are probably tired of hearing me and Eric talk, mostly Eric. And it's nice that you guys can come in and, you know, like, say your comments and, you know, add to the discussion. I think it's been awesome. And personally, uh, some of the in, uh, background music that you've used in Jerry's Berries has always made me laugh very hard. So yeah, it's I. It takes me multiple hours just because like looking at YouTube and just hearing all these clips and just going down like a wormhole of like listening to Chris Berman just swear about whatever when the cameras are off or whatever or you know uh, finding the various Mario Kart or uh, all the Jerry Springer Maury show stuff. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff out there, and it's it's fun to find. It takes a while, but um, nice to know that it is hopefully enjoyed by some or at least one person. Definitely enjoyed by everyone. Definitely a highlight of every podcast. So this uh, our final Jerry's Berries of the year. Let's see what it's Jerry a long has, one. Let's see what Jerry has for us this week. I'm sure it'll be another great one. But uh, here it is for you guys. Dear Questionable for Sunday listeners, and the many, many, many Jerry's Berries fans, it was an absolute honor to bring you this segment throughout this season. We appreciate all the support, but unfortunately, we have fallen short of our goal of back-to-back championships, and the dreaded Erickson Incest Bowl is upon us. I am sorry I have failed the EEIG, but hopefully this segment has brought you some joy to your 2020 season. Now, let's go for one last ride.
This is week 16 of Jerry's Berries. Let's get fired up. As always, I am your host, Jerry. Now, let's get to those fruits of the week and warn you of those bad berries. In our first matchup, we have Aaron Jones and Austin Eckler, both projected 16.6 points, and featured in our Incest Bowl. Let's see who can avoid a spin-out and a bad berry for week 16. Looks like Eckler is hot out the gate, but watch out for that green shell. Oh, no, that's a bad berry giving Aaron Jones the fruit of the week. Congratulations! I'm the best! <laughs> Greetings and welcome to the championship matchup segment of this week's Jerry's Berries. The 2020 EEIG Championship is a bros battle between Eric and Joe. I know, I know. Not our favorite champions, but you know what? They deserve the beef there. They've had great seasons and deserve our support. Yeah, you're right. Fuck them. But we still gotta give out our berries and fruits in this week's showcase showdown. Eric is projected 136.6 versus Joe's 115.1 point projection. I just think Eric's lineup is deeper from top to bottom, so I'm sorry, Joe, but you're this week's bad berry. That means congrats, Eric. This is your first EEIG championship, and hopefully uh, your last. So that will do it for this week's showcase showdown. We are all here for the Toilet Bowl! In easily the most anticipated matchup of the season, the Toilet Bowl is coming down to Curtis versus Jordan. Let's check out the predictions. Curtis is projected 115.5 versus Jordan's 117.9. This is going to be a nail-biter! Who is or who is not the father of the toilet bowl? Jordan, you're up first. Are you or are you not the father of the EEIG 2020 toilet bowl? You are the father! Congrats, Jordan, for the win and avoiding the toilet bowl loss. Curtis, I'm sorry, man, but you can't get to back-to-back -to -back toilet bowls and expect to win them both. Well, that does it here for Jerry's Berries. Thanks for listening, Merry Christmas, and best of luck in Week 16. Another classic. 
Wow. Fantastic. Oh, I've got on mute there. Uh, what what a way to end Jerry's berries with the remixed berries there, covering multiple genres. I have to say, for uh, for those not not live streaming Twitch right now, the the moment that Jerry picked Eric to win the championship, Eric Eric sat back in his chair with like a big shitting grin, like. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's right. I'm gonna win. It was the exactly. ugliest look I've ever seen on his face, but well, good luck to him, I guess. So, just to recap, there, the, uh, Austin Eckward, the bad berry to Aaron and Aaron Jones, the good berry, uh, but Joe is the bad berry in a championship matchup. So, he's taking me over Joe, and he's taking Curtis or no, taking Jordan over Curtis in the topo matchup. So, Curtis, second straight in the topo, a different result this time, though, according to Jerry. So, yeah, so I just, you know, remixed some of the hits. Um, you know, we got some good good feedback throughout the year. Those were some of the favorites. Um, but there were many other pretty good themes. You know, you had uh, Connor's brief stint on Survivor Australia. Oh, yeah, that uh, was great. That was good. <laughs> I just, you know, if you guys are going to need feedback on the various <laughs> themes for the year or anything else, we'd love to hear it. Yeah, great year for Jerry Sperry's. Hopefully we'll have it back uh, next season on the pod. Um definitely a hit but yeah um but it's been a great show uh can i say one last thing really quickly yeah so um this actually has to con this concerns tristan so eric and i were talking um and so just like to put things into context last year when i did my punishment uh everyone was kind of giving me shit because there's supposed to be like a time like when to get things in you know and there was like punishments thrown out like I would throw out like negative two points a week. Some people said that was like not enough. They get a five points and I get ten. There was like some talk about like expulsion and stuff. Um, but I think that we there's something that we have to talk about with your punishment and how there is a little bit of an issue, in that you said that you were going to make a, a diss track for everyone in the league, and yet we only got eleven tracks. Do you care to comment on that? You know, I was hoping that wouldn't come up, um, because I don't, you know, like Eric, where he just kind of like jerks off himself or you know rips right. out his ribs and sucks himself off when he's talking about himself. <laughs> uh i didn't really have anything bad to say about myself mm -hmm. um and you know as the architect of you know of of all these disses you know typically you know typically you're not going to see a rapper that's going to come in and kind of shit on himself you know they're going to they're going to talk about all the winning that they've done and uh, you know, catch them in the street with a Mac 10 or, you know, whatever that is, those common themes, right. That, right. that, you know, are, are prevalent in my life. Um, and so, you know, I didn't think that that was necessarily appropriate for a punishment. Uh, and so I, I strayed away from that and, uh, let you guys with 11 instead of completing it with my own, my own punishment. So, uh, take it for what it's worth, you know, open to feedback, but as the architect of those tracks, um, I felt that to be appropriate. Jerry, do you have any feedback? You think you look, you look like you had something to say? Yeah. So, you know, Tristan, you did a fantastic job with these diss tracks. Um, you know, mine was fine. Um, but, you know, the other <laughs> were much better. Um, but, you know, we appreciate all the content you provide. And so we just had to kind of maybe spice up a little bit of something back at you. Yeah, I think that there was some talk about, well, if, if you can't diss yourself, then maybe we can help you out there. Uh, so on Ooh. that take, uh, Eric, Ooh. hit it. Oh!
Tristy. Come out and come play. out and play. You know we had to get you back, right? Uh. Little bidet squirts, you're on the chopping block. Haven't had this much fun since your mom sucked my cock. I'm MCQ, your dad's favorite son. Been sitting at the top of the standing since 91. The playoff wins, Tristy. You're the Bengals. You're so obtuse, you don't even know your angle. I'm the best podcast host in EEIG. When I make it big, I'll forget you, guaranteed. First year in their league, got the hatch of 10 and 3. Second year sucked ass, had to make some diss tracks. Year 3 was looking up, but then he got knocked down. Now he's back home in his nightgown. His memes are hot, fire brings a lot to the league, but watch out for those peach gummies, they could be laced with weed. After coming in last, he was under some pressure, gotta relieve himself by pissing on a dresser. Here comes Tristan peeing in your drawers. Time for him pissing in your drawers. I'm watching Tristan pee in your drawers. I'm smelling brand new pee in your drawers. Here comes Tristan peeing in your drawers. Time for him to piss in your drawers. Why we let this guy distance when he got last place? I got these Miles Sanders bars, sick like a COVID case. Got scared when McCaffrey's injuries wouldn't expire. Get him a badonk for day, shitting at the campfire. Calling my trades trash, I'm gonna have to retort. For your offers, hope he doesn't even ask Spencer for the report. Time to go fishing, cause your season's over. Damn man, that's all. Playoffs lasted long as Jordan during an Abby Larson booty call. You offer trash trades, your team names are weak, and when it comes to winning, your outlook is bleak. You came into the league thinking this'll be a breeze, but every playoff game you get tossed like some bad cheese. I hear some talk about you pissing in a drawer, but when you're on the golf course, you be yelling, four. You came through with your LBS dissing, but when it comes to fairways, all you do is miss them. Here comes Tristan peeing in your drawers. That's right, he's peeing in your drawers. He's rocking new piss in your drawers, rocking pisses in your top shelf drawer. Tristan likes to smoke. Tristan likes to ski. Don't open your dresser or you might make him pee. He talks a lot of shit, though his team suck ass. He spends too much time in the woods catching bass. Some call him Tristy. Rhymes are quite spiffy. His fantasy skills are at best iffy. He likes to pick defenses, that's his game. But his teams always lose. What a shame. What a shame. You're struggling, Tristan. What a shame. You're struggling, Tristan. Oh. Oh. Lil Bidet's mad, packing more beef than Safeways. Uh, Albertson's writing rhymes from last place. His draft day was pretty dope. Not on OnlyFans, but damn, Tristy chokes. Yearly, his foes is mowing, breaking Tristy's hopes. Elimination fully like Tatar, disappear, Vamoose ain't meant to be. Take your title hopes to the glue factory, I see. On gummies, you math dummy, the shit is depressing, pathetic, please forget it. You mad you shit your pants by the firing. Didn't tell dad, now Tableau is hiring. Leave lineups to a bot and fuck hip hop. With that freestyle, you're bound to get shot. Not a woman, but nightgowns a lot. Rom coms a lot. That drawer was full of socks, yo. Small and mighty. Yeah, bitch, that's me. Big Al in the house, step aside, Tristy. Drawers full of piss, dick all wet. Busted a rhyme for losing last year's bet. Boys in the league think rhymes came naturally. I'm here to say practice runs were on repeat. I got nothing but time, but I gotta wrap this beat. Let's hope this year's loser doesn't suck on any meat. Big L out! Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Let's go.
it's over. Cut it off. It's over. over. Cut it off. Over. Let's over. go home. The biggest talker of 2020. Are you kidding me? Oh, shout out, Big Al. Your last place wow. punishment, Tristan, is officially over now. Is officially wow. over. I have to say, I was uh, blown away with the. Uh, yeah, with the thought put into that. I mean, I'm going to need the lyrics of each of those verses tossed in the Discord to review because there was some hot fire in there. Uh, yeah, a lot of, you know, some individuals in there have a lot of dirt on me. So, uh, yeah, I think you had a lot of material to go off of. Also, quick shout out, Jordan. Jordan with the yeah. some bars, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Who would have thought... You know, that, uh, now we know that that's not going to be his punishment because he's just too fire at, at rapping. Um, but wow, what a surprise. What a gift in the holiday season. Uh, yeah, that is fantastic. Thank you all for that diss track. I am honored. Uh, and yeah, bravo and brava to all of you for those verses. Holy shit. And I uh, got to say, got to give a shout out to, to Connor. Connor uh, organized it all and uh, put it all together. So uh, shout out to you, Connor, uh, helping calf off uh, an amazing last place punishment. I mean, shout I out really big gotta, out. yeah, shout, shout out big out. out. I gotta shout, shout out, out Jerry. Jerry's the one who got the big out verse. Uh, that was super clutch. We needed that as the cherry on top. But also, uh, Tristy, by the way, we made a, I might have made a secret Discord. I'll have to invite you to it that we were talking about this rap and stuff. It was pretty crazy, man. Over the past week, we had people add and like throw in lines, and it was really just like this evolving project. It was a ton of fun, uh, but we felt like, well, you did us such a service this year, giving us eleven diss tracks. Let's make a twelfth, and we had to wow. get you back. Fantastic! I'm blown away, truly blown away. Uh, my mouth hurts from laughing so hard. That was, that was great. Uh, yeah, thank you for that gift. That was amazing. Yeah. And, uh, like I said, the diss track is always the best way to end a podcast. So we had to do it again this week. Uh, it, it was a phenomenal podcast. So thanks, thanks to both you guys for uh, for coming on yeah. the show today. Great guest. Thanks, guys. Hey, Great thank you both for for running this every week. It's a big show, and uh, yeah, we owe it to you guys. We're almost hitting like twenty five downloads. We're getting massive. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's get, it's getting pretty hard carrying Connor on my back every week. So if you have any chiropractor recommendations, uh, just let me know. Uh, now is the Dude, season's we both a did a here. segment all year. Come on. You're <laughs> preaching the wrong choir here. <laughs> true. <laughs> that is true. But uh, it was another great show, Connor. Any uh, any last words out here to the listeners? Yeah, man. Uh, it's been really fun doing the podcast this year. Maybe we'll do a wrap-up one with some awards next week or the week after. Uh, but it's been a really fun fantasy year, especially, you know, 2020 has been really awkward uh, across the board. And it's been really nice to have this camaraderie. I feel like the league has really stepped it up this year, which is awesome. You know, um, it's really nice to see. And I hope we just keep going for it next year. Let's get bigger. Let's do badder things. You know, yeah. let's let's yeah, let's do it, man. Let's quit our day jobs and do this full time. I'm down. Shout out OnlyFans. Shout <laughs> so, out OnlyFans. Absolutely. Exactly. You might have to make it available only on OnlyFans. We'll have to see if we can get a sponsorship opportunity there. Uh, but yeah, we'll have one more podcast to wrap up the year. Uh, talk about what happened in these last two matchups as, uh, you know, as well as make that last place punishment official. Uh, but like Connor said, it's always it's always great to hop on uh, every week, uh, talk about the league, shoot the shit with with you guys, and uh, you know, and have some fun. Uh, it's definitely been a, a step in the right direction for the podcast this year. I feel like we've uh, we've brought a lot more to it. Everyone has brought a lot more to it. Everyone has contributed at some point this year with something. Uh, so it's been great to see, uh, and looking forward to just doing more with it uh, as we move forward. So uh, we'll yeah. catch we'll catch you guys again. 
uh, next week. Terry, did you, did you have one more thing you wanted to say? No, I just want to say like this, you know, it's kind of been a, like a weekly highlight when this comes out, you know, at either Wednesday night or sometimes Thursday if something gets delayed. Um, <laughs> but no, it's been a, been, a, been a highlight of the week. It's It's great to listen. You guys do a decent, pretty good job. You know, a lot of bitching, a lot of wine, but that's fine. You know, you guys are the host. You can say whatever you want. But yeah, it's been it's been fun to listen to, fun to be a part of. So looking forward to looking for the next year and and beyond. And you know, one last thing for me, uh, uh, just like I deserve some more respect uh, in my own household. Yeah. Apparently, uh, <laughs> I deserve some more respect from this league. So when I become champion this week, uh, you all need to put respect on my name. Um, yeah, no downloads, no listens. Don't worry about bow it. down to the fantasy guru that is Eric Erickson. Uh, so I'll leave that as your last words for this podcast. We'll, we'll catch you guys again next week. And uh, thank you for listening. And everyone have a great Ooh. Christmas. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Terrible last words. Awful. <laughs> everyone, everyone have a great Christmas. Hope you guys enjoy. Merry Christmas. Uh, have a, happy holidays. Uh, but we'll catch yeah, you guys bro. next week.